Hi, this is Tris, and welcome to Inside Trapeze. And today I'm chatting with Sabrina Blay, who is the product manager for our RISC product, which stands for Risk Incident and Safety Compliance. Sabrina, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Now, you wrote a post on the Trapeze blog a little while ago, earlier this year, about what we we call the new safety mindset in public transit. If someone hasn't read the post, can you just explain that, this new mindset for people? So safety in in transit has been growing up over the past couple of years. In the past, there was very much a security mindset um, and activities were sort of focused around uh, reactionary items. Like we, we had a break in or we had an incident. How do we make sure that doesn't happen again? But today we're, there's, there's been a lot of changes, obviously, in the industry, in the world. Every agency has safety as a goal. And most agencies have found that that, that mindset of, you know, being reactionary and um, thinking primarily about security is no longer enough. So with, with that change and also with the legislation in the United States, Folks are, are focused on creating a safety management system, uh, which is a formalized method of managing to risks and managing your, your safety performance and measuring it in a way that they just haven't in the past. Right. So it's that switch from reactive to proactive, which yeah. when you when you do that, it makes it's it, there's all kinds of benefits, which we know. OK, so risk the product that you're responsible for that you've spent a long time talking with customers in the industry about and what their needs yes. and what their pains are. Mm-hmm. So what does it do? And most importantly, why does the industry need it now? So interestingly, um, you know, originally we thought, Oh, we'll help people with their safety management plan or their safety management system. It turns out that um, agencies, have got that. They understand what's necessary in a plan. And when I talked to 50 odd agencies about what their primary pain points were, it was always things like, um, I don't even know how many incidents I really had because my incidents are spread across five different systems or um, I'm receiving them via email or I'm tracking this on a spreadsheet or I'm tracking this on five spreadsheets. Or we're scanning things into the system and there's no way to report on scan things. And I don't even know if the actions that are assigned to people are being done. I have have sticky notes on my wall. (laughs) That's that's how I'm keeping track of important things. So, you know, we determined that the the best way that we could help support agencies in their goals to implement a, a strong safety management system was to provide that single source of truth for incidents and then the tools they need to monitor where they are in the process, to define standard processes that are not just in in a notebook somewhere or even in a manual that sits on people's shelves, but that it's you can define that process and, and have it be automatically applied across your agency. And then associate the things that are happening at your agency with the risks that you know you have and help you identify new risks. So those those were the core problems that we identified that we could we could help solve. You know, there's certain things that trapeze can't help you do. 
<laughs> we're not sitting on your executive team. We can't help you monitor. We we can't enforce policy at, at your agency. We can't do things like that or for you. That's something only you can do. But what we can do is provide you the data and the tool sets to make that easier and to let you manage your agency and to have an actual view into what's happening, which, you know, so many people told us they just didn't have, they just didn't have a view. And when they had a view, it wasn't current. It was always like a month behind or two months behind. Uh, and that makes it really hard to manage the current status of your agency if, if you're always working behind the wall. As we've talked before, and we talked at Think Transit, a lot of agencies, they've done the work. They've built yep. their safety management system, their SMS. But now of them are like, well, now what? Yeah, it's and, the measuring that's super hard, right? Like the yeah. <laughs> like I've had some people tell me, like, you know, well, we've we've defined these these targets. And then I asked, well, how are you how are you measuring if you've met that? Um and they were like, well, we don't know how we're gonna do that just yet. <laughs> we just know that this is our goal. We have this key performance indicator, or we have this goal for reduction in the number of accidents or, you know, whatever the case is. But measuring that is really hard because, you know, the data is spread across so many parts of an agency. And I, I also had some people tell me that some agencies are more concerned that they just, they don't know everything that's happening. Others are concerned that they, they can't define things uniquely. They might have the same incident tracked in three different systems because it involves a piece of equipment, an operator, and the safety team. And now it's being tracked three different ways. So it's really hard for agencies to get a handle on just what's happening at their agency. And you have to have that handle before you can even start to think about, you know, what are my truly highest risks? Like, what are they? What is the impact of those? How do you know that if you made a change that something that something got better or worse? Like, how are you measuring that? And so that's the key challenge right now is, you know, that SMS and the PTASP and SSPP and, you know, all the, the legislation that's out there and SMS itself is really asking you to try to measure your success. You have to have data to do that. And then uh, you have to be willing to apply that. Folks are doing that with spreadsheets today, or at least they're trying to. Uh, and we're trying to uh, make that a little bit easier. But, you know, folks have lots of different systems in place. Like, you know, by no means is Trapeze the only one. Uh, we're, we're trying to do it better. But, you know, there's some folks have built their own databases. Some folks uh, have a really complex spreadsheeting process in place. You know, that's effective. I love being a good spreadsheet. <laughs> so it works. It's just very time consuming. And a complaint I hear a lot is that, you know, the more time they spend on those manual processes, the less time they have to think about proactive ways they can be proactive and changes they can make before incidents happen. Well, let's get back to that data point. And as you and I were talking about this, we kind of colloquially say it's like a lot of agencies are in the place of just, where is my data, which yeah. comes down to data silos and trying to break through those. And this was a, the key part of your think transit talk was finding those data silos and breaking them down. And so how, how is that done? Like, how do you, how do we help people with this? What are the, what are the barriers to breaking down your data silos? 
Yeah. So I've interestingly in, in my many conversations, um, I once had someone tell me that part of her agency safety plan was three pages describing where to get data, not anything about what to do with it, just where it's located. And that happened for a couple of reasons. You know, it's, it's no one's fault, but um, as transit adopted uh, different technology over time, Every part of an agency ended up with sort of its own system. So for asset management, you have your own system. For, you know, managing your schedule, you have your own system. ITS, its own system. So every one of those areas realized, hey, I want to I track that an accident happened or I want to track that this thing happened in our area. And so over time, every one of those systems developed some form of incident management or incident reporting that was really designed for them and their needs. Um, the problem we have now is that, you know, we're trying to have a, an agency-wide view of incidents, and the system that was developed in any one of those areas turns out to be insufficient for the whole organization. Uh, and that's what folks are struggling with today is that, you know, they, they might have four or five versions of incident management um, that developed in its own little silo, in its own corner, but they they really need one view. And that requires breaking that down and, and making that change. Two, there's two strategies. Strategy one is to try to ingest uh, incidents from all those places and, and bring them together. That has a lot of challenges because almost always that data is not stored in the same way. You know, they have different elements, they're named different things, they're being handled different ways, the relationships between them are not obvious. You can end up with a lot of duplicates and not really knowing what your view is. But that is a strategy and that requires less organizational change, <laughs> that you don't have to get people to do things differently. Strategy two is the more challenging one, but also the more effective one in that if you have everyone at the agency handling and managing incidents in the same place and in the same way, you get a lot more consistency. You can link things together in an in organized way. You actually can tell when incidents are the same thing. Um, so, but that does require organizational change. And that's really hard, especially in large organizations, you know, getting people to do something differently or in a different place than they have in the past is uh, is really hard and it really requires a lot of support. I've seen some organizations, like some agencies, um, hire like uh, third party consulting groups that can help to provide, you know, be that change agent at your agency and, and help promote why that change is valuable and bring people along because, you know, it is, it is difficult. But in the end, the value is, is really clear. Like once you have that single place, like that's the biggest struggle. Once you have that single place, you know, reporting on what's going on is really easy. Trending is really easy. Tracking is really easy because everything's happening in the same way. So all of a lot of the challenges that agencies see really, really start to be reduced um, if they take that leap. But it's definitely difficult. So one of the things I, I see sort of stepping back and thinking, OK, you have an agency of you have these data silos and you have this historical amount of data. There's one side where you go okay we're going to we're going to implement this a new system we're just going to do clean slate 
everything that's happened before this date, we're going to keep yeah. it for a certain number of years because we have to for regulations or just auditing or whatever. But after this date, it's all going to be in the system. And then there's kind of the approach that you kind of touched on, which is we're going to try to bring it all in. So we we jumpstart that idea of having historic record. Mm-hmm. What, what is it's, – it's not the same for every agency, but yeah. what is – becoming that best practice is it the start fresh or is it the to try to bring things in because like you said stuff is named differently it's organized differently you got to make sure you like that incident mm-hmm. is the same incident across departments what what's it looking like for agencies and doing that next step for people so it really varies depending on the quality of the data you have right now and so there are some agencies we've spoken to where their data is all in PDFs that they scanned in, you know, with it with a few spreadsheets here and there or some charts, um, you know, trying to use that data to evaluate future performance against is really because there's just not enough of it there or it's not in quality or it's not in a format that can be ingested. And the effort to convert that to a format that can be adjusted for many agencies is simply not there. They'd rather start as they mean to go on. For agencies who have you know, some data in a format that is more easily ingested or more easily reviewed, you know, those folks um, consider data migrations where they say, okay, here's, you know, the elements we're going to configure in our, in our single source of truth system, whatever that may be. And uh, here's, you know, let's map our data that we have that to that system. So a data migration is definitely possible, but I definitely recommend to customers that I'm working with that we consider um, the quality of the data they have and the value they expect to get by importing it. Um, Because uh, there's a standard saying in data science uh, and in tech in general, which is garbage in, garbage out. (laughs) If the data that, that you pull in is fragmented or incomplete or in a completely different format or completely different um, nomenclature system than the data you're moving forward to forward with, your ability to compare is not going to be there anyway. So you really want to evaluate what value you're going to get out or what the key elements you really want to compare are. Maybe there's a subset of data that you pull in or, you know, maybe you just, um, you know, design your your system of truth, like your your single source um, to have certain elements that you could compare to prior reports. I'd, I'd really advise people to really think about, you know, before you undertake something that large, because it really will be large, um, that you evaluate like, what are my end goals? What am I really going to want to do with this data? Because, you know, it's likely that there's not enough of it in good enough shape for you to do, to do true comparisons. If people want to know more about risk, and how they can they can kick the tires, check it out, learn more. Where where should they go, and what should they do to learn uh, learn about this product? Yeah, so we um we have a home on the Trapeze website now. So if you look under uh, the solutions for any the different modes, because uh, this product applies to all modes, you'll find safety and risk listed. So we have a home on the Trapeze website, which I'm super excited about. You're also welcome to reach out to me at any time. You can contact me directly from that site uh, and I will get back to you. I'm, I'm always happy to show you the, the product. We have... 
we're in the middle of build right now, which is super exciting. So I'm always happy to show people the progress and what it's doing. Uh, and we hope to have our first pilot customers logged into the system to start kicking the tires probably the end of this month. And if if you're interested in in and that sort of participation where you get to see it as it's, as it's being built and get feedback along the way, then we're looking for probably one more customer. Um, we'll limit it to one more to participate in that process. Uh, and then after that, we're, we're uh, lining up our early adopters to be the first folks who use it in production. But Please feel free to reach out if you're interested. Even if you're curious long term, you don't. There's some some folks who don't want to be the people who uh, who kick the tires. <laughs> they want to see it once it's a once somebody else has already uh, done all of the the kicking. So even if you're one of those, I'm more than happy to talk about the long term goals and you know if there's items that you would like to see on the roadmap. Um, I'm always happy to have that conversation. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Sabrina, talking about safety, one of our newest products in the Trapeze portfolio and probably one of the more exciting ones, moving safety to this new paradigm where we're, product, where we're not reactive, we're proactive and uh, taking ser- safety seriously in a new way because transit is always taking ser- safety seriously, but it's a new way of looking at it. 